AA members may disclose their identity and speak as recovered alcoholics, giving radio, TV, and internet interviews without violating the traditions. So long as their AA membership is not revealed. The views expressed on this special broadcast of the Take 12 radio show do not necessarily reflect the opinions of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting or its affiliates. KHLT is not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. Put the normie down. We say, oh, but the normies. You know, that's one of those things that kind of 
it's like a piece of bamboo under my fingernails. There's no normies. And if there are, I certainly am a normie when it comes to certain situations. Uh, people that, that are living with a terminal illness. I don't live with terminal illness today. I don't have that. It's not, it's not directly affecting me. And so uh, the way I deal with that and how I would maybe go to get my chemo and all the heartache and all the, 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 uh, the stress and everything that surrounds that. I'm a normie, I guess, because I don't know anything about that. I don't have any experience in that area. So if there are normies, we are all normies in some area of our lives. But I want to talk to you today about something. This is a special broadcast because something came up just, uh, <laughs> just, just night before last. Something came up. And it prompted me to put this special broadcast together. Now, one of the ways, and a lot, many of you folks know this, most of you probably do not, but uh, one of the ways that uh, the Monty Man deals with uh, the things that frustrate him is he talks about them. And uh, those things are not always appropriate to talk about in a meeting, uh, but maybe more appropriate to talk about with a sponsor or a spiritual advisor or a close friend or somebody that I'm accountable to. Other times, the things that are frustrating, irritating, get under my skin a little bit, maybe need to be talked to on more of a public level because people need to understand where they may have been wrong, where I may have been wrong. And in this case, uh, where I'm just kind of opening it up there to, 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 to share with you something that happened to where I personally feel that the spirit of the thing was not done properly, although they camouflaged it pretty good. Uh, and it had to do with, with uh, some people in a 12-step fellowship that approached me the other day. And it felt like, and I say felt, there we go, there that feeling word. It felt like an ambush, <laughs> to say the least. Don't know that that was the case. We can conjure up all sorts of things in our heads and make things uh, look like and feel like and almost start believing them that, uh, that they were a certain way when they really weren't. Maybe it was just some well-intentioned folks. Who knows? But it did prompt me to put this show together today to talk about the 11th tradition. The 11th tradition in Alcoholics Anonymous. Now, before I go even go into that, though, I do want to uh, make it very clear. I'm, you know, <laughs> if any of you out there think you know what 12-step fellowship I belong to, that is something that you have you have, unless you personally know me on a very personable level, a personal level outside of this program, I'm talking about the radio shows, unless you know me on an intimate level of some kind, friendship, okay, you do not know what fellowship I call home. You may think you do. You may have an assumption. You may think you have figured it out by uh, the ins and outs and the words and the loopholes and all that weird little name uh, uh, manipulation and game playing we do around uh, the program sometimes. But you cannot say for absolutely sure, for absolutely certain that you know. You know why? At least you don't know because I told you. Because I've never, ever, ever said I am a member of and my home group is the fellowship of such and such. Never done it. Do you know why I've never done it? You may ask yourself. But for the most part, it has nothing to do with the um, the anonymity tradition. It has more to do with, I'm going to correct myself, it does have something to do with the anonymity tradition. But it has much more to do with personal integrity. 
poo-poo on the anonymity tradition when it comes to personal integrity. My personal integrity that, uh, that I am only responsible for. You're not responsible for that. Nobody else is. I am. That's got to come before anybody else's traditions. See? Because if I don't have personal integrity, guess what? I'm not going to respect your traditions or any traditions of any organization or guidelines or, or suggestions or, or bylaws or whatever you want to call them of any fellowship, organization, club, whatever, that I may belong to. You may not respect yourself and think you can follow by uh, the boundaries, guidelines, rules, suggestions, and so forth of whatever organization, scouting, rotary, AA, whatever it is, NA. Uh, but I can't do that. I just don't feel like if, if I don't... Look at my integrity and my self-respect, and I check out some things in my life through what's called an inventory on a regular basis with a sponsor or people I'm accountable to. It's very hard for me to respect and adhere to any suggested guidelines or principles of any particular organization I might be a, a part of. So this has a lot more to do with my personal integrity and making sure that I stay in line within the boundaries I've set for myself through the guidance of my higher power. Who I will openly say is Jesus Christ, who you do know, most of you, know that I do believe personally, and I'm not telling you, you have to, okay? That's another thing. You don't have to believe anything I believe. You don't have to believe anything I believe. There's all sorts of things that I talk about that you guys don't agree with. And if you shut off the radio station, you get all mad and huffy about that, and you send me an email like I got from a lady the other day, instead of unsubscribing, instead of just typing, I'd like to be unsubscribed from your newsletter, she, in big, big capital letters, which means on, on uh, in internet language, I guess, and text messaging, means you're yelling. And in quotes, she wrote, Leave! <laughs> So I ticked somebody off. <laughs> and I suspect it has something to do with my belief in God. Uh, but, you know, who knows, right? But I do believe that Jesus Christ is the God who is God. I also believe that the uh, I believe that he didn't lie either. I believe I can't believe in a God that lies. I believe uh, that when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no man comes to the Father but through me. I believe he was telling the truth. How could, he, how could I claim him to be a good person and a prophet and a teacher and then turn around and say he lied about himself? Doesn't make a lot of sense. But see, that's my personal conviction. That's my personal conviction. I believe it is the truth. I believe it, it, it's the basis of all truth. But that's my personal conviction. It may not be yours. And, and, and I, don't, I don't hate you for it or dislike you for it or, or think that, uh, you know, you ought to fall off the face of the earth or something or... That you can't work a, a program uh, of recovery because you don't agree with me? I don't feel that way at all. But I am very adamant about that. What I am not adamant about and what I will not, absolutely will not, and you will never, ever, ever hear me do this, is claim to represent any particular 12-step fellowship. In fact, our disclaimer reads that the views and the, views and the opinions that are spoken here at, uh, uh, by guests and other folks here at KHLT Recovery Broadcasting do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of uh, the folks here that, that operate this thing, the, uh, the couple of volunteers and myself. And uh, we're not going to hold on to those things. We don't re represent, and we even say we're not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. KHLT is not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship, fellowship, fellowship. So you can't put us in a box fellowship, fellowship. with that. All right. 
So uh, there's other things that I'm very opinionated about that I will tell you up front without hesitation, and I will, because I have a passion about it, I will let you know. But this is one area that I have never violated, and I will never violate. They say, oh, don't say never. Well, I'm sorry, but, you know, hey, that's the way that goes. I'm going to say it. Um, I will uh, I, I will alter that attack. I, I will never intentionally, I will never intentionally violate my personal integrity as it relates to on the air, on the radio, conventional, internet, or otherwise, revealing to you what 12-step program I happen to be a member of. Now, you will hear me say things such as, I attended an AA meeting the other day. I may even say, in my home, in my home group at a meeting five days ago, you, see, you, don't, you, don't hear, you don't hear what organization that is, do you? In my home group, you don't hear it. Now, if I tell you I attended an AA meeting, you're not hearing that I, that I said that I'm a member of that. Lots of people go to meetings that aren't members of those organizations. You don't think they do? Sure they do. I know several people that do. I know whole college groups that go to, to take notes and they go to open meetings to study this phenomenon that many of us believe is just a, a God-given thing. But I will never do that. And number one reason is because of my personal integrity. Number two is because I believe in the flexible and uh, should not be broken, but must remain flexible traditions of most mainstream stream 12-step fellowships. Okay, now what do I mean by that, by mainstream? This is my personal, <laughs> this is my personal interpretation, my personal de- description of a mainstream 12-step fellowship, all right? This is any fellowship that uses, by permission, uses, applies, and implements with their members by permission of the mothership, <laughs> in this case it would be Alcoholics Anonymous, Right, the twelve steps and twelve traditions, preferably the twelve concepts as well. But at the very least, the twelve steps and twelve traditions of Alcoholics Anonymous, with permission of that particular organization, that to me is a mainstream twelve-step fellowship. Now, if you're a twelve-step fellowship out there and you're using twelve steps, and you happen to be using them as adapted from AA, but you do not have permission, written permission or verbal permission from the offices of that particular fellowship, I don't consider consider you a mainstream 12-step fellowship. You may be a 12-step fellowship in the fact that you're using 12 steps. But I'm not concerned about that. Okay, so I'm talking about here uh, Tradition 11, of course, as it relates to press, radio, and films, and personal anonymity and that kind of thing. And let me read to you the 11th tradition of the Fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous. Okay, this is the foundational statement for this tradition uh, that you would think that mainstream 12-step fellowships are, would be applying and, and have in print somewhere in their fellowship, on their wall or their literature or somewhere. Uh, tradition 11 states, our public relations policy... Okay, now I want you to really understand that for a minute. Our public relations policy, and just say any other policy, it says our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. And we can, we'll talk about attraction versus promotion some other time. That's a whole other show. 
It continues to say, we need, and I'm not saying necessarily me, I'm just reading it, quoting here, we need always maintain, means an ongoing thing, personal anonymity, that's an individual's anonymity, okay, at the level of press, radio, and films. Now, in the early, early days, back in the days of, well, I'll even refer to uh, to refer to a book to you, a book called Dr. Bob and the Good Old Timers. This is um, AA-approved literature, conference-approved literature. Um, You know, back in the day, it didn't say press, radio, and films. It just said press and radio. And uh, that tells me that, you know, we we do progress. I mean, there's different things that we we, we progress with our uh, technology and so forth. And films came along later. And um, one of the things that has come along as of late, is, of course, the Internet. Now, there is some controversy about that, and I don't even want to get into that today. But assuming that, that, let's go there and just say, all right, press, radio, films, and Internet. Personal anonymity. And what does that mean, personal anonymity? Does it mean I don't tell you who I am? Does it mean I don't, you don't know my first name and my last name? Does it mean you don't know my tone of voice? I mean, how many of you out there pick up a phone and it only takes you a couple times. You recognize the guy's voice. How how anonymous is he going to be now? He, he just can't be. You know who he is, right? Um, <laughs> you're probably going to be able to find out his last name if you really want to. But the deal of it is that person isn't offering it up. All right. Now I, I'm gonna. I am gonna. I am gonna to tell you this. I am a member of a 12-step recovery fellowship. I'm not going to tell you which one. I am a member of a 12-step recovery fellowship. I do practice the principles which come directly from the Bible. That's how they came. Okay. Of the 12 steps of the fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous. Now, did you hear me closely? Now, you can read into that what you want to, but I want you to hear me very closely on this. All right. I am a member. You could quote me if you want. I am a member of a 12-step fellowship. And I do practice the principles of the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. Did I say anywhere in there that I was a member of Alcoholics Anonymous? I did not. Am I poking my head through loopholes? No, I don't believe so. I'm just making I'm just telling you a simple statement. I'm a member of a 12-step fellowship. If you were to ask me, I'm going to tell you the truth. Yes, I am. Well, what what do you do in your program? I maintain and practice the principles and the principles uh, of the 12 steps of a fellowship by the name of Alcoholics Anonymous. Now, you're going to probably be able to figure out, if nothing, if nothing else, you're going to figure out that I am a member of a, by my own definition, a mainstream 12-step fellowship. If you want to keep digging, you might be able to find out which one, or ones, or all of them, or maybe even none. But more than likely, you are going to figure out, okay? Let's don't play games, friends. See, whiz. But I just want you to understand very clearly very clearly and i want you to take this show and i want if you if you would like to to uh take this show and download it okay and share it with somebody go feel feel free go right ahead 
But don't put words in my mouth, okay? I'd appreciate that very, very much. Okay, so this is, this is important to me now, all right? And it should be important to you, too. The Monty man does not refer to himself as Monty and then my last name. Now, if I wanted to, if I wanted to, um, I could tell you, every day on this show, I could be very blatant, very blatant, very clear, crystal clear, of what membership, or what fellowship, excuse me, what fellowship I claim membership to. And still have not broken a tradition, the, the 11 tradition. I still would not have broken that. You know why? Because I've never told you my last name. I've never told you my last name. I've never come on this program and I've said, I am, uh, you know, so-and-so, and I'm a member of such-and-such. I've never done it. If you can find a show where I've done that, please let me know. I'm teachable. So th- there's that. On a personal level, because see, that's what the 11 tradition says. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, press radio, and films. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, just exactly what that is and what that isn't, according to uh, the book, Dr. Bob and the Good Old Timers, a biography with uh, recollections of early AA in the Midwest, AA-approved literature, uh, when we come back from our short break. And uh, a couple other things. I'm going to t- discuss with you a little bit of what happened to me the other night and why I think it is so important that I address this issue and uh, how this radio station, KHLT, is not in violation of any uh, particular 12-step fellowships, uh, guidelines, or traditions. All right? So stay tuned. Don't get ticked off too too early in the show. <laughs> we'll be right back. Check this out. Hey, you! Yeah, huh? you! Listen, with all the broken pieces of our world shouting out for some kind of reprieve, along comes the comedic genius of Unloaded Comedy! Nothing enhances the recovery event, personal party, or a company gala like the laughter of Unloaded Comedy! Let Mike and the team put together an evening that is guaranteed to chill you out and put that smile back on your face! It sure would be nice to smile again! So what are you waiting for? Visit Unloaded Comedy at unloadedcomedy.com. Click on the contact link and you'll be well on your way to evoking laughter and amusement at your next event. That's Unloaded Comedy at unloadedcomedy.com. <laughs> hey guys, this is Richie Supa and you are listening to Take12Radio.com, recovery talk and positive music. Welcome back. This is the Monty Man. And uh, we're talking to you today a little bit about anonymity, uh, about the 11th tradition of the mother program of all 12-step programs, Alcoholics Anonymous. And that tradition reads, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. What is our public relations policy? doesn't say anything else. Our public relations policy. What is that? Well, to really look into what the public relations policy is, you may have to dig into some bylaws and things like that. But for for time's sake, okay, a public relations policy would suggest that it's a policy uh, of how we relate to the public. And that could be kind of a broad term. But uh, it, it's, uh, <laughs> it's interesting because it says our public relations policy. And then it says we need to maintain personal anonymity. At the level of press, radio, and films. But uh, we're talking about that, and as it relates particularly to KHLT Recovery Broadcasting and Take12Radio.com. 
There are recovery-oriented radio stations on the Internet today. Most of them have a show, maybe a two-hour live show Monday through Friday, or maybe they have a show on the weekend, or maybe it's just a podcast once in a while. Uh, One particular station, 12stepradio.com, plays all recovery music. That's all they do. It's It's not a talk show. Although they do have a couple interviews on there, but um, it's not talk radio. It's, it's, it's all recovery music. Great, great station. Great music. Go there. 12stepradio.com. And there's a, there's a couple other. There's, uh, there's my friend Neil up in, uh, Neil up in uh, Seattle. I think it's Seattle. With Coast to Coast Radio. That's a Monday through Friday show. Call-in show. And usually it's, I think like the first half of the show, he has treatment professionals. Second half, he has people with their own personal story and opportunities to call in and such and so forth. There's some other recovery programs out there. There's some recovery radio stations that they just play uh, speaker meeting tapes all week long. That's really not a radio station, but, but uh, you know, for lack of a better term, recovery radio. And from, from what I can see in doing some investigation in this in, in uh, uh, the last several or the early hours of today is that they all have um, some kind of guideline printed or audio uh, for you that explains their relationship to the 11th tradition of this program of Alcoholics Anonymous and all these other programs or whatever relationship they may have, okay, with a personal relationship um, and how it relates to this particular tradition. So uh, I commend them for that because I think that's very, very important. You know, this is a funny thing, especially with Internet. Okay, Internet radio today, as it, com- as it involves recovery, it really isn't. It, it, well, I'm like, I can't say it's not media because it is media, but it's a community. See, this is all a community thing now. This, is, this, is, this goes way beyond your local newspaper or even your national newspaper or maybe your national television show our syndicated radio program, it's a community like nothing else. I don't know. I don't know if this this stuff, I mean, technically, right down to the last shot until, could apply in every single area. But that's one reason we talk about keeping things simple, isn't it? We don't want to play games. And I believe that the Monty Man would be in grave violation, personal violation, if I were to tell you and try to, to come off as the representative of, or the guru of, or uh, this is a radio station and we are, uh, we are all about the fellowship of, or any of that kind of stuff, that, I think that's way out of line. I, I don't think that's, that's right. Why? Because that's, because that's what the, the, the principles that have been set down say that we're not to do that stuff. Okay, and uh, if you belong to a fellowship uh, that is a mainstream 12-step fellowship, that's what your fellowship says. That's what your literature says, whether you are the mother group or whether you are um, a a splinter group of AA. So you'll never hear me say that. If I do say that, please contact me. My email address, by the way, too, is take12radio at comcast.net, take12radio at comcast.net. And uh, please, if you want to unsubscribe, let her remember, you contacted us, okay? You heard somewhere along the line that we were there. You did the investigation, hopefully, because we know you're all mature out there and that you you, you don't do uh, contempt prior to investigation, right? No, no, not none of you guys. And I certainly have never done any such thing. 
<laughs> but if you uh, if you jump too soon and Take12Radio.com is not for you and you just aren't into it and you think we're just full of hot air over here. Um, but, uh, you know, you're free to do that. You don't like the station you're watching or listening to, turn the channel. Um, okay, so personal anonymity taken care of. All right. Let's go a little further into that. And uh, as as it relates to the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I'm not, you guys, I'm not going to say Narcotics Anonymous and No Readers Anonymous and CA and MA and all. Yeah, I'd be here all day long. So we're just, for time's sake, we're just referring to AA, which is not to be confused of, oh, Monty's an AA member. That's not what I said. You're going to hear me say that over and over again because I want to be able to, if somebody calls me on the carpet on this, I listen to your show, I'll be able to play back to you personally what I said, okay? And we keep manuscripts of our shows too. So here's the deal. Opening up the book, Dr. Bob and the Good Old Timers, a a biography with uh, recollections of early A in the Midwest, a conference-approved literature, starting on page 264, uh, one paragraph down. This is what is said, and I just love this. As far as anonymity was concerned, we knew who we were. It wasn't only AA, but our social life. All of our lives seemed to be spent together. We took people home with us to dry out. The Cleveland group had the names, addresses, and phone numbers of all the members, said Warren. In fact, I remember Dr. Bob saying, if I got up and gave my name as Dr. Bob S., people who needed help would have a hard time getting in touch with me. Warren recalled, he, Dr. Bob, said there were two ways to break the anonymity tradition. Now listen to me, people. Listen to me very, very closely. You don't have to agree with this. But this is what the conference-approved literature states. There are two ways. Two ways. Hmm. To break this tradition. Number one, by giving your name at the public level of press or radio. At the public level press or radio. That suggests that there was a time when there was press and there may have been some radio that wasn't public. It may have just been for a certain organization. I, I knew, knew, a, knew a, boy, a group of Boy Scout uh, leaders that started a little radio station thing, and it was just for their particular uh, organization. That's not public radio. That's not what we're talking about. Um, but there were two ways, and it was at the level of uh, public, a level of press, um, public press or radio. The, the same, they, didn't have, they didn't say film yet. Uh, number two, this is the second way you break it, by being so anonymous that you can't be reached by other drunks. Wow. That's, there's two ways to break it. Number one, by giving your name at the public level of press or radio. Number two, by being so anonymous that you can't be reached by other drunks. In an article in February 1969, Grapevine, DS uh, DS of San Mateo, California, wrote that Dr. Bob commented on the 11th tradition as follows. I just love this. This shows Dr. Bob's sense of humor and a little bit of his sarcasm. 
He says, quote, Since our tradition on anonymity designates the exact level, I'm going to repeat, the exact level where the line should be held, it must be obvious to everyone who can read and understand the English language that to maintain anonymity at any other level is definitely a violation of this tradition. The AA who hides his identity from a fellow AA by using only a given name, first name, violates the tradition just as much as the AA who permits his name to appear in the press in connection with matters pertaining to AA. Do you hear me? I'm going to read it again. Since our tradition on anonymity designates the exact level where the line should be held, it must be obvious to everyone who can read. You hear his sarcasm in there? I just love it. And understand the English language that to maintain anonymity at any other level is definitely a violation of this tradition. The AA who hides his identity from his fellow AA by using only a given name violates the tradition just as much as the AA who permits his name to appear in the press, in connection with matters pertaining to AA. Okay, continuing on with this quote. The former is maintaining his anonymity above the level of press, radio, and now he says films. Interesting, isn't it? And the latter is maintaining his anonymity below the level of press, radio, and films. Whereas the tradition states that we should maintain our anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. And that's a mouthful. Now, uh, if you go on further in here, <laughs> you will find some stuff that, that some people don't even want to hear. Um, let's see here. It, it, a couple a couple of uh, paragraphs down, it says, of course, we first had to get permission from Bob he said you were not supposed to break your anonymity in the newspapers or on the radio, but he didn't think we would get any place. Hear this. Listen to this. This is great. He didn't think we would get any place if people didn't know we belonged to AA. He had the firm conviction that you should let yourself be known as an AA member in the community. And he was always sure to tell you about it every time you met him. Yeah, you probably didn't, couldn't believe your ears, did you? You, didn't, you don't believe your ears, do you? Page 265, Dr. Bob and the Good Old Timers. Okay? Of course, we first had to get permission from Bob. He said you were not supposed to break your anonymity in the newspapers or on the radio. But he didn't think we could get any place if people didn't know we, you, I, the bug on the wall... I mean, he was very specific here. He said we. He was talking about the people in AA. See? That's who he was talking about. If you're a member of AA, he's talking about you. And uh, he says in there, he, or he says in the book, he said uh, that uh, he had the, convert, uh, the firm conviction, firm conviction. Now, you should let yourself be known as an AA member in the community. 
You should let yourself be known as an AA member in the community. You should let yourself be known as an AA member in the community. Sorry, that's what it says. And he was always sure to let you know about it every time you met him. <laughs> Hi, I'm Fred. I'm a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> Boy, I'd go over real big, wouldn't it? In some circles today. There's Dr. Bob and the good old timers. That's how it relates uh, as far as our, our, you know, the personal anonymity thing goes. And uh, I, I thought that was very interesting. Uh, and when we come back, I want to talk to you more specifically about this particular radio show and how we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that uh, we have never intentionally, and as far as, I, as far as I have been able to tell, never have um, broken the 11th tradition of any 12-step fellowship. We'll be right back. We understand that having a loved one caught in the grips of an addiction is a powerless position to be in. And we understand this on a very personal level. We have been there ourselves. Our own families have experienced exactly what you are feeling now. The good news is we are here to direct you in finding a way out. We are Freedom Interventions, providing the direction necessary to get the help for your addicted loved one. Your family has specific needs. We can determine the best approach for your specific circumstances. If an intervention is needed, we will provide the direction required to safely and effectively accomplish the goal of recovery for all. To begin the recovery process for your loved one, call toll-free at 888-762-7557. That's 888-762-7557. And visit our website at freedominterventions.com. Freedom Interventions, providing drug and alcohol interventions and a continuum of care services to clients and their families. He's insane. He's a control freak. So, what's your point? It's the Monty Man at Take12Radio.com on your internet dial. Are you seething yet? This is the Monty Man, and you've tuned into the most opinionated, controversial talk show uh, as it relates to recovery in uh, the world. Take twelve radiocom I'm going to read to you. Uh, we're going to we're going to talk a little bit about more about the uh, the radio programming, and uh, the, the thing that's good about this too is if if you are um, interested in doing public radio, okay, or even TV or or, or, or newspaper articles or writing a book or anything like that. This show is going to, hopefully will help. I, I hope so anyway. I hope our higher power, I hope uh, God, I hope in my opinion, Jesus Christ is is uh, going to allow this to, to help somebody along the way. For those of you who are ticked off at us because uh, you think we're in violation of this, I can't change your minds. All I can do is read to you the facts, read to you the guidelines, read to you the principles, and tell you what we're doing. If you got something other, something other than that in your mind, other than just a legitimate question of concern, okay, uh, like I, I believe this question that was, was presented to me the other night was a legitimate question of concern. Um, I, I, and even though I thought it was done... Totally out. I, I thought it was totally out of line the way it was handled. I think the heart of the thing was out of concern. 
Um, if you've got a question like that, then this should help. But if, if it's not, if it's just because you're ticked off because you're one of these, um, you know, prior to, prior to investigation kind of people, sorry. Sorry about your luck, but, you know, go stir something else up somewhere else. Don't don't call me or, or email me because I don't have time for that. Okay, uh, understanding anonymity. Here, here's, a, uh, here's an article. It comes out of the grapevine. Uh, it is uh, the grapevine, for those of you who, who may not know, is uh, the meeting. Alcoholics Anonymous refers to it as uh, the meet, their meeting in print. Okay. And this is a general, AA General Service Office Conference approved piece of literature, copyrighted 1981, uh, from the Alcoholics Anonymous World Service Incorporated, 475 Riverside Drive, New York, New York, 10115. All right, here we go. Understanding Anonymity. Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strength, and hope with each other that they may solve their common problem and help others to recover from alcoholism. There's three bullets here. The only requirement for membership is the desire to stop drinking. There are no dues or fees for AA membership. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. Second bullet, AA is not allied with any sect, domination, politics, organization, or institution does not wish to engage in any controversy, neither endorses nor opposes any causes. Now, you, you hear that? It says, do not, do, does not wish to engage in any controversy. You can't help but engage in some. We're human beings. But, but the wish of AA is it's not their wish to engage in it. It's not my wish to, via, to violate any traditions uh, pers- uh, on, a, on a personal level. It's not my wish that KHLT violates anybody's traditions uh, on a professional level. If we have, I am sorely, sorely sorry. And I don't mean sorely because I'm mad, but sorely because it, it, it hurts to think that, that maybe we have done something to offend, to offend you when we were totally out of line. Okay? It's never our intent. It's never AA's intent right here uh, to, to, to engage in controversy as a whole. But it happens. Otherwise, it would say, we never do, right? So when I was asked the questions, do you think you've ever overstepped your bounds? And I said, you know what? Everybody's overstepped their bounds. And some, some, some people intentionally, most people not intentionally. We all mess up. And I got to tell you what, they're in a 12-step fellowship on the face of the planet uh, that, it, that if they adhere to and, 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 and attract people to working the 12 steps of the mother program, Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, that it's going to fall apart because people made mistakes. It ain't going to happen. If you think so, you better get out of that fellowship because it's going to crumble any minute. Look out! Okay, so let me go on with that. A is not allied with any sect, denomination, politics, organization, or institution. Does not wish to engage in any controversy. Neither endorses nor opposes any causes. The third bullet. Our primary purpose is to stay sober and to help other alcoholics to achieve sobriety. The title of this pamphlet, or this grapevine article, is Understanding Anonymity. Here we go. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions ever reminding us to place principles before, before personality. Is that conf- does that confuse you? <laughs> if it does, we'll have to save that for another time. Going on, what is the purpose of anonymity in Alcoholics Anonymous? Why is it often referred to as the greatest single protection the fellowship has to assure its continued existence and growth? Well, if we look at the history of AA from its beginning in 1935... Until now, it is clear that anonymity serves two different yet equally vital functions. 
At the personal level, level, which we just discussed, anonymity provides protection for all members from identification as alcoholics, a safeguard often of special importance to newcomers. And uh, the second is, at the level of press, radio, TV, films, and new media technologies, such as the Internet, anonymity stresses the equality in the fellowship, excuse me, of all members by putting the brakes on those who might otherwise exploit their AA affiliation to achieve recognition, power, or personal gain. I will promise you, till the day I die, that uh, KHLT Recovery Broadcasting and its affiliates do not have any dog in the fight when it comes to wanting uh, public recognition, power, or personal gain. It's not there. It's not happening. I don't get paid to do this, folks. I don't. We have a, we have a, hand, a small handful of sponsors that help keep, keep the lights on. We're self-supporting through our own contributions here at KHLT. What does that mean for us? It means that the people that do help sponsor us, right, they are either recovery advocates or they're in recovery, but all of them are listeners who support verbally, spiritually, through prayer, meditation, and small amount of finances, this programming. We're self-supporting. Um, the money to run this this station does not come out of my personal pocket. I can't because my family has to be self-supporting. But uh, we don't get paid. There's, there's no personal gain here. And we're not looking for power. That's for sure. This article goes on to say anonymity on a person-to-person basis. Let's look at that. Look at what it says here. From its earliest days, AA was, uh, has promised personal anonymity to all who attended its meetings. Because its founders and first members were recovering alcoholics themselves, they knew from their own experience how ashamed most alcoholics are about their drinking, how fearful they are of public exposure. The social stigma of alcoholism was great. And those early AA members recognized a firm assurance of confidentiality was imperative. If they were to succeed in attracting and helping other alcoholics to achieve sobriety. Over the years, anonymity has proved one of the greatest gifts that AA offers the suffering alcoholic. Without it, many would never attend their first meeting. Although the stigma has lessened to some degree, most newcomers still find admission of their alcoholism so painful that it is possible only in a protected environment. Anonymity is essential for this atmosphere of trust and openness. Valuable as privacy is to new members, it is noteworthy that most of them are eager to share the good news of their AA affiliation with their families. Such a disclosure, however, is always their own choice. AA as a whole, as a whole, seeks to ensure that individual members stay as private and protected as they wish, or as open as they wish about belonging to the fellowship but always with the understanding that anonymity at the level of press, radio, hello, TV, films, and new media technology, such as the Internet, is crucial to our continuing sobriety and growth at both the personal and group levels. Anonymity at the media level. Here we go. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> After its first few years of success, the fellowship attracted much favorable attention 
in the press. Articles praising AA appeared in magazines and newspapers across the country, and with each new article, the ranks of AA grew. In those days, everyone still feared the consequences of public disclosure, and so the first press coverage guarded members' anonymity for safety's sake. The arrival of new media technology, such as the Internet, has offered new vehicles to carry the AA message to the public. AA members continue to preserve their anonymity in these new uh, public media. As public awareness concerning alcoholism increased, the stigma decreased, and soon some AA members began to publicly acknowledge their affiliation in the media. Okay, I want you to pause for a minute. Have we ever done that here? No. No, we have never, ever done that. KHLT is not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. That's what it says. We make, we make that known to you before you ever start to listen to a broadcast, before every single broadcast. Let me continue with the article. I'm referring to those who have, you know, publicly acknowledged their affiliation. One of the first to do so was a famous ball player whose comeback was so spectacular that newspapers lavished attention on his successful struggle against alcohol, believing that he could help AA by revealing his membership he discussed it openly. Even the founders of AA approved his actions simply because they had not yet experienced the cost of such publicity. If you don't think they approved it because it was all right, they approved it because they hadn't experienced the, uh, the backlash of it, is what happened. Then other members decided to break their anonymity in the media, some motivated by goodwill, and I would probably say that most were, others by personal gain, some members devise schemes to tie in their AA affiliation with all sorts of business enterprises, insurance sales, trying out farms, even a temperance magazine, to name a few. <laughs> so there, there are those out there that uh, would like to achieve something other than sobriety. It did not take long for those at AA headquarters. That's kind of, hey, you guys, isn't that kind of a funny, funny statement? AA headquarters? That's a whole other topic, isn't it? But that is kind of a funny title. <laughs> Just servants, right? At AA headquarters. Uh, it did not take long for those at AA headquarters to realize that uh, overzealous and self-serving anonymity breakers could quickly jeopardize the fellowship's hard-won reputation. And they saw that if one person was made an exception, other exceptions would inevitably follow. To, to assure the unity, effectiveness, and welfare of AA, anonymity had to be universal. It was the guardian of all the AA, that all AA stood for. In stressing the equality of all AA members and unity in the common bond of their recovery from alcoholism, anonymity serves as a spiritual foundation of the fellowship. Back in 1946, Bill uh, W., <laughs> our co-founder, wrote, The word anonymous as for us, uh, an immense spiritual significance. Subtly but powerfully, it reminds us that we are always to place principles before personalities. That's what it means. That we have renounced personal glorification in public. That our movement not only preaches, but actually practices a true humility as a whole. Okay? We renounce personal glorification in public. I... Myself, I renounce, hear me now, personal glorification. I don't want to be glorified. I don't, I don't mind a pat on the back. I think everybody should have one. I don't uh, mind, uh, you know, good, good and, and well done. Good job. Good for you. I think we all need that. 
But I don't want to be lifted up and glorified when all the glory, honor, and praise goes to God. It's not for me. And it's not for anybody at this station. And nobody that ever does anything here is out for that. And I can speak for them because we have talked about uh, doing this whole thing I'm doing today. Okay, so that came out that came out of the grapevine. Uh, that a movement not only preaches but actually practices a true um, humility. All right, I'm from the grapevine. So there you go. There, I like that. Very good. Understanding anonymity. Okay, let's look at another area. And uh, you're gonna like this. <laughs> Facts about anonymity in Alcoholics Anonymous from AA's conference-approved literature. It is not the media's responsibility to maintain our traditions. It is our own individual responsibility. What? It's not the media's responsibility? But what if somebody in the media, right, is a member of AA? Or a member of Narcotics Anonymous? Or a member of Cocaine Anonymous? You see? Because these, the traditions are the same in these mainstream fellowships. I wonder if that's the case. Well, it doesn't say unless, unless the talk show host, unless members of, uh, of the board of directors for that radio station, unless employees that work there. It doesn't say that. It says it is not the media's responsibility to maintain our traditions. It is not the responsibility of KHLT, Recovery Broadcasting, or Take12Radio.com's it's not KHLT or Take12Radio.com's responsibility to maintain the traditions of any 12-step fellowship. It's not. So please, if you are asking a question and if you are uh, concerned and you want to know how this radio station, how it relates to the 11th tradition of mainstream 12-step fellowship, i.e. Alcoholics Anonymous, Please understand, I appreciate your concern. I appreciate your question. But just as Alcoholics Anonymous refers to much of this as Alcoholics as a whole, Alcoholics Anonymous as a whole, as a whole, AA as such does not endorse blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's talking about as a whole. I am speaking as a whole. KHLT and Take 12 Radio. All right, and I suspect... My other brothers and sisters uh, who have radio stations that have to do with recovery, I suspect, I'm not going to speak for them, but I know for, for us that it is not this station's responsibility to maintain your traditions. And you know who told us that? We didn't make that up. You made that up. We didn't make that up. The 12-step fellowships came up with that. So there, there it is right there, clear and cut. Hold on to that thought, though, because there's more to that, isn't there? There is. Because we have a little bit of a dilemma. It's not really, though. It's really workable. It really is. And it's workable in a very positive way. And we're going to get to that in just a minute. Okay. It is not the media's responsibility to maintain our traditions. It is our own individual responsibility. Oop, boop, there's the rub. Uh, bullet one. AA members generally think it unwise to break the anonymity of a member even after his or her death. But in each, in each situation. But, by the way, that word but means everything you just said before. <laughs> it's almost like you canceled it out. I love you, but okay, but that's how it's worded. 
AA members generally think it unwise to break the anonymity of a member even after his or her death, but in each situation, the final decision must rest with the family. That actually, by the way, is, print, is printed in conference approved literature. It rests with the family, not with, not with AA. All right. Uh, bullet number two, AA members may disclose their identity and speak as recovered alcoholics giving radio, TV, and internet interviews without violating the traditions. So long as their AA membership is not revealed. This also, by the way, is conference-approved, a conference-approved quote. Hear me now, hear me now, by the own words of the General Service Office of Alcoholics Anonymous, AA members may disclose their identity and speak as recovered alcoholics giving radio, TV, and internet interviews without violating the traditions. So long as their AA membership is not revealed. All right? I've never revealed what program I am a member of. And uh, we have never intentionally had a guest on this show do that. There has been a couple a couple of slips by people that have come on the show. Uh, but the station and myself and the people that uh, put in time here, it's never happened. Uh, bullet number three, AA members may speak as AA members only if their names or faces are not revealed. Names or faces are not revealed. They speak not for AA, but as individual members. I'm going to read it again. This is conference-approved literature. AA members may speak as AA members only if their names or faces are not revealed. They speak not for AA, but as individual members. And we've had plenty of people on, on the show that have not given their full names. And uh, they have referred to themselves as, uh, you know, I, I, I joined AA back in 19 such and such. Uh, it's probably about the closest you'll ever hear to something like that. I don't think I've ever heard any guests on the show ever say, um, you know, my name is, uh, you know, uh, Fred Johnson P. Tortoiseshell, and I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, or I'm a member of Narcotics Anonymous, and uh, I want to let you know that uh, my fellowship this, and by, I don't think that's ever happened here. And I don't intend to see that happening either. Okay, now here, here we go with some more. Uh, then there's some other things that this person writes that's on this internet webpage, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go into it because it's more of a personal opinion thing. But let, let's look at some more uh, of the, the actual statements that are conference approved. Okay, experience suggests that AA members, bullet number one, respect the right of other members to maintain their own anonymity at whatever level they wish. <laughs> uh, bullet number two, when speaking as AA members at non-AA meetings, usually... Usually, it says, usually, use first names only. You know, you, you, you see the freedom that's there without the bondage. You see the freedom that's there without the, uh, the law, so to speak, that is common amongst main, mainstream 12-step fellowship. Here in, the, here in this case, it's in the word usually. When speaking as AA members at non-AA meetings, usually use, use first names only. Uh, bullet number three, maintain personal anonymity in articles and autobiography, uh, autobiographies. 
Uh, four, avoid, avoid the use of titles such as AA counselor when employed as professionals in the fields of alcoholism. The title alcoholism counselor is preferred. And the last bullet, use last names within the fellowship, especially for election of group officers and other service jobs. Use last names. Okay, so there's that. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, and uh, hopefully I didn't take too many people off, but hopefully I've made it very clear to you uh, where we stand here and the fact that KHLT and Take 12 Radio, as well as I know some other stations that are doing something very similar to what we're doing, maybe not to the degree in depth, but uh, very, very close, that uh, their heart is where our heart is with this as well. And uh, we do not violate the traditions of your programs. Okay, we'll be back in just a minute. Hold on. This is Tony Morosi from the recovery band Self-Esteem, and we're listening to the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show with the Monty Man on KHLT Broadcasting. Thank you for uh, turning into us and staying with us as long as you have. I read slowly and pause, and uh, this is very important to me, my friends. Uh, a couple of nights ago, uh, uh, my family and I were, were invited to an event, a small gathering. At which time, and it was interesting because uh, the three the three men uh, that were there, you know, not including myself, one of them I would consider a elder statesman or, or somebody that uh, I look up to in a, uh, for lack of a better term, a leadership role, public servant, trusted servant, well known, at group level of a particular twelve step meeting. Or, or fellowship. Uh, the other person would be perhaps looked at uh, as somebody who's been around for a long time and, and on an advisory level or a chair level of a particular fellowship, uh, also a 12-step fellowship. And the third person would be somebody that I would consider uh, maybe more more of a friend than the others. And... Uh, and the fact that, I, that I've known this person uh, uh, probably on more of a friendly basis than the others. It, it was interesting how I was approached. It was uh, all of a sudden I found myself totally alone with these other three three people. And this, what, the, only, the only thing I'm going to tell you pervading was that, that this one guy said was, I'm going to uh, go out on the, uh, the edge here and uh, I'm just going to talk to you about something that has been bothering me for a long time. Whenever anybody says something like that, I think to any of us, I think that we recoil just a little bit like, uh-oh, what's coming, right? And uh, and it was these concerns, concerns about the station. Um, but but let me let me read. And so so this, this is one of the reasons, this is the thing that's prompted this show, really it is, because I'm sure there are other people that are wondering. So I'm just, I want to make this very clear to you. Okay, and you know what? If you got a radio station out there, or a article that you write on the internet, or or anything, and it it could bring up a question like the questions that were asked of me, and some of the concerns and so forth, um, it would behoove you to maybe put a statement on your page, a disclaimer on there, um, to to perhaps talk with somebody like I did. I talked with, I actually did talk to to Alcoholics Anonymous General Service Office because they are the mother group. And uh, I, before we even started, ever did our first broadcast about how they felt and uh, did have the, uh, the privilege of talking to 
um, uh, some uh, some higher ups, I guess you could call them, and a couple of the other fellowships as well. And so, you know, do that. And what are they going to do? Take your birthday away? You know, if you really have a heart for this thing, you want to try to do this thing with as much integrity as possible. That's a good idea to do that. Get yourself a disclaimer. Make sure you're... Make sure your ducks are in a row, and not all, not all your ducks are always going to stand up, and they're just going to fall down. It's just going to happen. But it's no reason not to move forward with this wonderful, wonderful tool called the Internet and this wonderful tool called press, radio, and film. It just needs to be done in a way that, uh, that reflects integrity. Okay? All right. And that integrity, if you are a member of a specific 12-step fellowship, should follow after the traditions of that fellowship, I believe. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Tradition 11. Let's just, uh, (laughs) let's read the long form. I'm going to read the long form of Tradition 11 here from Alcoholics Anonymous. Tradition 11 long form. Our relations with the general public should be characterized by personal anonymity. Now, isn't that interesting? Because didn't we just read out, out of Dr. Bob and Good Old Timers that at, at, a, at the personal level, our relationship with the public, that they should know? Um, just an interesting kind of kind of different take on that from the same approved literature, I guess. Huh, weird. Our relations with the general public should be characterized by personal anonymity. We think AA ought to avoid sensational advertising. See what's happening here? Alcoholics Anonymous, it wasn't so much that they were all concerned about a person nearly as much going out and saying, hey, you know, I'm a member. They want to avoid sensational advertising because it gets them in trouble. It gets all of us in trouble. We think AA ought to avoid sensational advertising. Our names and pictures as AA members ought not to be broadcast, filmed, or publicly printed. All right. Well... You don't know what fellowship I'm a member of, and my picture is on our website. But you don't know what fellowship I'm a member of, unless you know me personally. And that's not a violation. Um, it ought not to be broadcast, filmed, or publicly printed. I agree with that. Our names and pictures as members. You hear me? As members. Mine's not printed as a member of any any particular fellowship. Are yours? Um, Okay. Let me go on here. Our public relations should be guided by the principle of attraction rather than promotion. There is never need to praise ourselves. We feel it better to let our friends recommend us. Good. That's a long form of Tradition 11. All right. I'm going to read this one last thing here for you. Our public relations policy, here we go, Tradition 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. Providence has been looking after the public relations of Alcoholics Anonymous. It can scarcely have been otherwise. Though we are more than a dozen years old, hardly a syllable of criticism or ridicule has ever been spoken of AA. Well, I don't know if I agree with that. Somehow we have been spared all the pains of medical or religious controversy. I don't agree with that either. Uh, Of course, this was written a while back. And we have good friends both wet and dry, right and left. Like most societies, we are sometimes scandalous, but never yet in public. (laughs) Times have changed. From all over the world, 
Not comes, uh, but keen sympathy and downright admiration. Well, that's true. Most people admire 12-step fellowships. Most people do. People that know what they're talking about, that have done the investigation on 12, mainstream 12-step fellowships, i.e. Alcoholics Anonymous, do admire the 12-step fellowships members and programs, principles, and uh, 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 the, the, uh, the guidelines and so forth of those fellowships. They really do. They really do. A, um, let's see, our, our friends. Of, uh, <clears throat> I lost my train. Of, I've lost my place here, folks. Like most societies, we are sometimes scandalous, but never yet in public. From all over the world, press and radio have outdone them. Oh, I'm sorry. I did it again. From all over the world, not comes, but uh, keen sympathy and downright admiration. Our friends of the press and radio have outdone themselves. Anyone can see that we are in a fair way to be spoiled. Our reputation is already so much better than our actual character. (laughs) I carry with that. Surely these phenomenal blessings must have a deep purpose. Who doubts that this purpose wishes to let every alcoholic in the world know that AA is truly for him? Can he only want his liberation enough? Hence, our messages through public channels have never been seriously discolored, nor has the searing breath of prejudice ever issued from anywhere. Eh, you know, more will be revealed, right? Uh, good public relations are AA's lifelines reaching out to the alcoholic who still does not know us. For years to come, our growth is sure to depend upon the strength and number of these lifelines. One serious public relations calamity could always turn thousands away from us to perish, a matter of life and death indeed. The future poses no greater problem or challenge to AA than how best to preserve a friendly and vital relation to all the world about us. Success will rest heavily upon right principles. A wise vigilance, notice it says a wise vigilance. Is there such thing as an unwise vigilance? You betcha. It's called being too overprotective. Excuse me. A uh, unwise vigilance on my own recovery perhaps would be to take myself too doggone seriously. Uh, And maybe you can relate to that. (laughs) So it uh, it is a wise vigilance and the deepest personal responsibility on the part of every one of us. Nothing less will do, else our brother may again turn his face to the wall because we did not care enough. So, my friends, the 11th tradition stands sentinel over the lifelines, announcing that there is no need for self-praise. That is better to let our friends recommend us and that our whole public relations policy, contrary to usual customs, should be based upon the principle of attraction rather than promotion. Shot-in-the-arm methods are not for us. No press agents, no promotional devices, no big names. The hazards are too great. Immediate results will always be elusive because easy shortcuts to notoriety can generate permanent and smothering liabilities. Uh, Notoriety, I'm sorry. More and more, therefore, are we emphasizing the principle of personal anonymity as it applies to our public relations. There it is again, as it applies to our public relations. We ask of each other the highest degree of personal responsibility in this respect. As a movement, we have been, before now, tempted to exploit the names of our well-known public characters. We have rationalized that uh, other societies, ever the best to do the same. As individuals, we have sometimes believed that the public use of our names could demonstrate our personal courage 
in the face of stigma, so lending power and conviction to new stories and magazine articles, because these are not the allures that uh, <clears throat> excuse me, they once were, uh, vividly we are becoming aware that no member sought to describe himself in full view of the general public as an AA, even for the most worthy purpose, lest a perilous uh, precedent be set, which tempt others to do likewise for a purpose not so worthy. We see that on breaking anonymity by press, radio, uh, or pictures, film, any one of us could easily transfer the valuable name of Alcoholics Anonymous over into any enterprise into the midst of any controversy. So it is becoming our code that there are things that no AA ever does, lest he divert AA from its sole purpose and injure our public relations, and thereby the chances of those sick ones yet to come. To the million alcoholics who have not yet heard our AA story, we should ever say, Greetings and welcome. Be assured that we shall never weaken the lifelines which we float out to you. In our public relations, we shall, God willing, keep the faith. And that is printed with permission of the AA Grapevine Incorporated. Huh. Well, <clears throat> see, there you are. Good stuff. I think, I think it's excellent stuff. What, what we've done here on this show today is we've done some investigation. Now, <clears throat> I don't know how many of you have never heard any of, of this. If this is the first time you've heard anything like this about Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, you know, hey, welcome. Because uh, it is vital information, I believe. If you are a member of another mainstream 12-step fellowship, uh, you may do well to investigate your own fellowships, uh, traditions, guidelines, and concepts and steps. Uh, and you will probably find, if they are by my definition, a mainstream 12-step fellowship, that they, if not almost word for word, are very close to being the same. My point today in today's show is not to criticize those who confronted the Monty Man the other day. It really isn't. Although um, I didn't appreciate the manner in which it was done, I do appreciate the fact that there was a concern and that, it, that you know what, in my personal maturity and growth, I've come to a place where I can, somebody can approach me and say, blah, 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 and I can say, you know what, thank you, I'll consider that, and then do some investigation. Um, not enjoying the confrontation, not uh, necessarily agreeing with the timing or the way it was done. Uh, the questions were uh, uh, vital ones, vital, vivid, and very important ones. If someone has uh, a general concern or a question of, of this nature when it comes to press, radio, and films, they should ask. And uh, they should be able to ask without being persecuted. And, and it's not my intent to, uh, to jump down these guys' throats at all. Um, because what it's done is it's helped to cause growth in my life and maybe shed some light on things for those of you who may have questions or may be afraid to listen to our programming because someone has told you, oh, you don't want to do that. Recovery Radio breaks traditions. Well, do some investigation first. I will, I will uh, promise you, once again, that if you or someone you know feels that Take12Radio.com, KHLT Recovery Broadcasting, and by the way, we are the owners of the uh, International Recovery Broadcasting Network of recovery radio stations. Uh, if, you, if you believe that we have broken anonymity here at KHLT, 
Uh, please, our, our broken the 11th, I should say, broken the 11th tr- tradition of any mainstream fellowship, please let me know. Email me at take12radio at comcast.net. And once again, point out uh, the date, the time of the show, uh, where in the show it was said, and please quote what was said. Uh, and I'm not saying that to make it difficult for you, but uh, if, you're, if you're going to, if you really aren't concerned, that concerned about it, that y- your hair standing up on end, then you need to do the homework, find out and investigate, and point it out to, uh, to, to any of us here. Point it out to me. I'll look into it, and we'll, uh, we'll correct it if we have to. Remember this, though. Technically, <laughs> technically and integrity-wise, because we have no affiliation and because I do not claim personally myself uh, what membership I do participate with, um, we, we are, we're free from that, you see. Uh, but we, we do. We here at KHLT do want to, to honor the traditions to the very best of our ability. We want to be a help. We don't want to be a hindrance. Do we? No, I hope not. All right, my friends. Well, en- enough said. If you have any questions, again, uh, please email take12radio at comcast.net. Well, hey, listen, I-, I hope that this has been educational. I hope that uh, if you don't agree that the hair on the back of your head doesn't stand up so long that <laughs> it becomes an annoyance to you, uh, if it bugs you that much where you can't uh, you know, talk to us about it or whatever, Talk to your sponsor. If you don't have a sponsor, well, that's maybe somebody that you're accountable to anyway. Maybe that's part of the problem. I don't know. But listen, pick up the copy of Dr. Bob and the Good Old Timers. Uh, if you are able to, go to uh, uh, Alcoholics, I, think, I believe it was alcoholics-anonymous.org, I believe, uh, or just Google Alcoholics Anonymous, and uh, you can uh, pick up a copy of the book uh, through their bookstore. Dr. Bob and the good old timers. It'll tell you an awful lot about this 11 tradition and personal anonymity. All right? Okay. Well, there that is there. I hope that explains it. That's about all I really have to say about how it relates to KHLT and Take 12 Radio. Until our next broadcast, my friends, uh, you know, hey, why haven't we heard from you, as the song goes? Drop me an email, take12radio at comcast.net. And tell, say hi. Just say hi for the heck of it. All right? Until next time, this is the Monty Man, and I am wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye-bye. Why This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. Kitty, 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 kitty. Meow.